Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode four of the Fumble Prevention Hotline podcast. Uh, we are here today with Charlie Louisa, Luke Weedow, and Trip Nip Drip, a.k.a. Yo. Timmy Welsh. Uh, we are just going to be going over week uh, week three, going over some fantasy talk, fantasy trades, players to buy low on, buy high on. Uh, and then we're going to preview week four and see what we have to say about that. Starting off with the Thursday night football game. Miami versus Jacksonville resulted in a 31-13 win for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, what do you guys have to say about that? Um, well, a quick thing about the Jaguars. Uh, the offense looked a little shaky out there. Minshew didn't look like himself. He wasn't making efficient completions like he was the other week. And uh, they'll have to get back on course doing I, that. I completely agree with that. Have. He did throw for 275 yards but had zero touchdowns and threw for an interception. He was looking a little shaky out there. Hopefully he brings it together next week. James Robinson, thoughts? Um, uh, I think if he, get, if he keeps getting the touches he got this week, he'll be in like, not a league, but a higher tier running back in the league. I'm going to disagree there. Uh, uh, 46 yards is not very impressive. That is true, but he did only get 11 carries, and he had two touchdowns, which is very, which is impressive in my opinion. We stated the obvious. He did have 30 fantasy points. Jeez, what's the, the obvious? Jeez, what's the obvious? It's two a time. Dude, Ryan Fitzmagic threw for ninety complete ninety percent of his passes, eighteen for twenty, threw no, one hundred sixty yards and two touchdowns. It is not two a time. It is I don't entirely season. disagree with Charlie, but I don't think it should be. I think Tua should be getting a limited amount of reps right now, just to get into the swing of how the NFL actually plays. I, I disagree because I don't think Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be keeping up with the with these stats the whole year like he did with the Buccaneers. Uh, so I think it, it's sooner than later Tua will get his time and will get his chance to show the world. Yeah, it's two a time. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a three-week player. It's two at a time. It proved me wrong that Ryan Fitzpatrick's not a three-week player. All right, uh, moving on to the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Houston Texans. Pit, uh, Steelers improved to one of the only left 3-0 teams undefeated after a win of 28-21. Uh, Larry, any thoughts? Um, Sorry, repeat that again. I said uh, the Steelers coming in. Uh, oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, Juju kind of looks like he's back in his own uh, self again. He's been a competent receiver out there. Sharp routes, uh, great hands. Big Ben getting the ball to him very well. Agreed. Running offense look good. Uh, Snell, McFarlane looks good in the backfield. Connor, not a big Connor guy, but did show out this week. So that defense, yeah, no, that defense is me. looking that arguably the greatest in the league. Yeah, I was going to say they're a top three defense in the league. They are. Who no are we talking about? Sorry, I was on the phone. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The top five safety in Minka. Who's, what was the all pro last year? Right? Uh, I think so. I think, I think, I love how TJ Watt, in my opinion, is leading that defense. He looks great out there. He had a sack, uh, taking down his brother or TJ Watt and, uh, Derek Watt taking down, uh, JJ Watt. In a 28-21 Steeler victory, Houston Texans are now 0-3 with Deshaun That's Watson. That's a shocker. Deshaun yeah. Watson, I just feel like uh, he, he – Running for life. Yep, every play he's running for his life. He uh, he doesn't have the weapons like he did last year within uh, DeAndre Hopkins. But uh, I think he'll finally start throwing the ball to Will Fuller more, and I think he has a weapon of Will Fuller. And I think once that starts happening, they're going to start winning some games. But I do think that they would be a competent team, even though their weapons aren't really there. They need someone decent offensive line. Um, uh, well, I'm going to say this real quick. 
Bill Bryan needs to go. Bill O'Brien is is. I agree. I completely yeah. agree. After that bozo alert, let's, let's uh, ring it up. Bozo alert after bozo trading alert. DeAndre, arguably the greatest wide receiver in the league right now, the best wide receiver in the league. For David Johnson, a hurt running back who did not play so well that, that season that uh, they traded him because he got hurt week four, but the other weeks that he played, he was not playing so well. Yeah, uh, Bill Bryan, it's not just that. Uh, he's made several issues over these past couple of years. has failed to draft offensive line talent around Deshaun Watson. She really needs to have a solid running game because I do feel like him and the really good running back can make by far the scariest play-action duo in the whole league. And uh, I'd love to see that of Watson. They just don't have offensive line for it. Uh, you see, now I'm going to move on to the now both 0-2-1 teams. Philadelphia Eagles versus Cincinnati Bengals results in a 23-23 tie. Weed out as an Eagle fan. I want to hear what he has to say and defend his team. Um, horrible first half like we usually do. Offensive line looks horrible. Greg Ward, our only good receiver out there. I don't know what the hell happened. Dallas Goddard. Um, Got hurt. What happened to that guy? I think he... Uh, yeah, next week. Yeah, he's uh he's he's on the IR right now. Oh, uh, that's I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, you, you had a good first half against the football team in week one. Oh, we did because we actually have a good team, Chuck, and then we got injured after that. Well, and, that uh, sucks. It was the second half you couldn't well, hold out. Well, I mean, I you can't really blame the Eagles when their receiving core is Greg Ward, Deontay Burnett, John Hightower, and Richard Rogers. I've heard of yeah. probably one you of seriously you seriously can't blame Carson Wentz there. Well, he didn't they draft a receiver? He even hurt. Jalen Rager, and he is yeah. hurt. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. You see, Wentz actually looked really good towards the end of the game. He started actually moving the ball downfield. I want to talk about the former Lion, though. Uh, Darius Slay clutching up in overtime. He's yeah, probably he's the play only Slay. reason that uh, the Bengals didn't score on that overtime drive. As he had a uh, pass deflection in the overtime, and that's pretty much what sealed the drive for the Bengals. Uh, he was locking down AJ Green, who's a big threat for the Bengals, uh, who has a high upside. But Darius Slay, big play Slay, locking him down like he usually does. He's uh very good at at what he does, and I I love that man. Real quick, um, where is the Eagles linebacker core? I don't think it exists. You know, they don't. They don't. didn't Fletcher Cox get hurt? Actually, did he? I'm pretty sure uh, what Gavin Smith is starting a middle linebacker with them right now. Yeah, Gavin Smith probably can. Uh, it's it's not pretty. Um, all of our own stuff's come from our incredible defensive line. That's it. Yeah, I do want to point out though, Joe Burrow looking like the uh, possibly rookie of the year, definitely for sure, maybe offensive rookie of the year. Throwing 31 for 44, 312 yards, two touchdowns. I want to point out the amount of pass attempts this man has on the season. He's second, right behind Dak Prescott. Uh, he had 61 last week, and now it's 44. That is uh, a lot of pass attempts, if you ask me. Are they leading pass attempts? They got yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think honestly, they have a. Sh- I think they're dropping the ball this much just to test his, because they know they're not going to be good this year. Well, here's the thing: they have to stop being a uh, air raid offense. That's just not what the person was built behind. You need to start running the ball. Joe and- Mixon sucks. Joe Mixon doesn't suck. He's Joe in, Mixon, he's all right. I, I always say Joe Mixon sucks. He does not suck. It's his offensive line. If he had, if he had an offensive line, he would produce and be a great fantasy running back and a great running back for those. Charlie, he almost leads the league in yards after uh, contact. He's had a thousand yards every year with that offensive line. That is actually pretty impressive. If you ask me. Very. 
if you want to look at yards after contact too, no need to look at that anymore. Uh, Dallas have a really good O-line, right? They did. Not they retired. retired. All right. Well, uh, let's move on to San Fran versus New York Giants. 36-9. to Yes, sir. Uh, Danny Dimes, stinky player of the week. Uh, what do you mean? He averaged 45 rushing yards. <laughs> he he did indeed. He No, he didn't. He averaged nine off five attempts. He did. He did. Oh, I'm thinking Mitch Trubisky, 45. Yeah, I, I'm going to give the stinky player of the week to Danny Dimes, completing only of only just about half of his passes, throwing for less than 200 yards, zero touchdowns, and throwing an interception. You'll take that know. back. Yeah, I don't know. And he fumbled too. And he. And I think he you give fumbled. that title to DK Metcalf. No, he still had 20 fancy points. I'm not concerned about DK Metcalf. He's a stud. Danny Dimes is officially the stinky player of the week. He needs to be humbled. If he, 49ers if he... improved to two and one. Giants are now zero and three. Uh, 36-9 final score. Any any takeaways from this game? Uh, what a shocker. Not really. Uh, <laughs> you obviously see the depth still there. I mean, the, the entire – the 49ers are up to their practice squad playoffs. right now, and they just whooped the Giants. So, uh, you know what? I, I, I want to see where this Giants offense goes. Show, uh, it comes to show uh, how good uh, – and how much really good coaching matters for the NFL team. Shanahan did a great job with his boys. They can score points with anyone on their offense, really. Moving on to the Patriot game. Patriots won 36-20 uh, against the Las Vegas Raiders. Vegas is now 2-1. and one. Patriots improved to 2-1. and one. Uh, Looking at the fantasy aspect of this game, players to sell high on, Rex Burkhead. He had 30, if you have him, which is like, he's like 20% owned in fantasy. He had 35 fantasy points. You can, you know, there, there are always, 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 always those kids in your league who, after one one great game performance, they, they want him. Or they don't want him. Oh, sorry. Jackson. That is me. But you know what? You don't see me trading for Rex Burkhead. But uh, <laughs> after all, uh, Rex Burkhead had – Two rushing touchdowns and a receiving touchdown. Six carries for 49 yards and 34.8 fantasy points. Still high on this man if you can because he's obviously not going to keep it up all year as Sony Michelle and James White are in front of him in the back competition. Oh, wait. I forgot to add something about the, about the Eagles game. Go for it. I think with Goddard being out, I think Ertz is going to get a lot more uh, – what's called it? Not attempts. Uh, targets. Snaps? Targets. Target. Oh, no fucking shit. Charlie. Charlie, this is a PG uh, podcast. Uh, that is absurd. I've said that before. You're getting funny. muted. Cheese has been muted. If he unmutes himself, he's getting kicked. He's got the two-minute uh, He's got the two minute suspension. There you go. Edit that part. Edit that part. Can you, can you edit the part out? The uh, I can try. Person. Uh, I can try. Uh, moving uh, on um, to uh, Tennessee Titans versus Minnesota. Uh, possibly, I, I, I'm not going to say it's game of the week, but arguably the game of the week. 31-30, yeah. close game. Uh, Titans improved to 3-0 and with that D-line in offense. Uh, Minnesota Vikings are now 0-3, but I want to talk about the stud that the Vikings have in Justin Jefferson. Seven receptions, 75 yards, one, t- oh, 175 yards, my bad, uh, and a touchdown, having 30 fantasy points. Pick him up. He is leading the waiver wire right now. I'd say if you can get him right now, uh, because he is 
going to get more snaps, more targets. As Mike Zimmer literally suggested this week, we need to get him involved. We need him in the offense. And as they showed this game. Any takeaways? Uh, yeah, you got to see. Uh, whenever you're on the air raid system, you need athletic receivers. And uh, Thielen was not that guy the first couple of weeks. So they're really going to have to bank on Jefferson heavily to be that guy for. No, wait, I think they made the. I think they canceled the Titans game this week. Or they made no, it, it, got, it got postponed. It's either Monday or Tuesday. It says postponed so far. Yeah, it says right now for. It says it's a buy. Yeah, but uh, Derrick Henry was looking a little shaky coming into the game in week one and week two. Uh, he had 26 carries for 119 yards and two rushing touchdowns, averaging 4.6 yards a carry. That is a Derrick Henry we all know and love from last year. And Wait, uh, listen to this. Week one fantasy, 18.1 points. It's not his usual stat line, but it's not bad for him. Week two, 8.4 points. All right, but week three brought it back up 29 points. That's what I need Oh, yeah, Henry no, uh, wasn't running physical. He stopped his high of his life's uh, playoff success, and he needs to be the physical runner that he is in order to uh, maintain success in this league, which he uh, definitely did in week three. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, uh, oh, my God, talk about an underrated rusher. Four carries, nine yards. Guy's an absolute stun and animal. Cheese has been unmuted. Two minutes are up. Yes, sir. He is back. He's learned his lesson, I hope. Uh, but, yeah, there's a Titans game for you. They, The Minnesota Vikings did have a chance to win the game on, a, I think, a, a two-minute drill maybe. Uh, they went down the field, and I think did Kirk throw a pick. Yes, he did. Threw a deep ball to Adam Dillon. That is the Kirk Cousins we all know and love. And, yes, sir, you best believe we like that. Uh, moving on to the Browns and uh foot the football team game. Uh, Browns approved the two and one. Washington, after starting off hot against the Eagles, are now one and two. 34-20, Browns win the game. Uh, Charlie, I want to hear your thoughts on the Browns team, as you have a lot of hope for them. Yes, I do. I actually did predict them to make the playoffs. I think borderline, but um, I I did see a TikTok for this game where a Browns fan said. I'll do the top comment if the Browns lose. And let's say the top comment was worth the Browns losing. But no, they came out on top. Uh, yes, I, I did see that video, and I did see the top comment. I sent comment. it to you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Baker Mayfield is ending the Baker Mayfield cycle and soon to be starting it again where he plays a bad game, gets criticized, plays a good game, gets criticized, then plays a bad game. So next week is his bad game. 156 yards and two touchdowns. Why are they going up against the Cowboys? They are playing the Cowboys. Indeed. I really hope they win by 50. I really do. I hope. <laughs> you, I just want to. 21. All right, I'm gonna put this out here now. All right, if the Cowboys lose by more than 15 points to the Browns, I am disowning the Cowboys as my team. Okay, you gotta burn the jersey. You gotta burn. You gotta burn the. Season. I will burn a jersey and not be a Cowboys fan anymore uh, if they lose. By I, more I than have 15. a question for uh for Larry here. Yep. Uh, you drafted Nick Chubb and ended up trading him away. He's had back-to-back no, 26 no, plus. I drafted Nick Chubb. Oh, yeah, right. No, I'm saying, all right. But well, you got him had, on draft day. Had, Larry got him on draft day. Larry got him on draft day and traded him away for Chris Godwin. Uh, are you regretting that decision by any chance? Because Nick no. Chubb had back-to-back 26-plus fantasy point performance for the Cleveland Browns. Not in the slightest. Uh, who's, who's the competition game they just played this past couple weeks? 
The Washington uh, football team. Washington football team. Uh, and then they play, no wait no the they Cincinnati play Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. Twenty eight points. Ravens. Washington football team. Twenty six points. But week one he had six against the Ravens against the number one rushing defense in the league right now. Besides the Cowboys, so good luck. As you see, um, it's obviously just translating from the teams that they play against. That that's gonna happen with any running back, and I'm I'm not worried whatsoever. Cream Hunt honestly looks more talented. And better out of the passing game, and even more left out of the running game. Actually, I'm gonna make this decision here now. If the Cowboys do lose by 15, then I'm a Browns fan. Oh yeah, you're you're putting that out there, huh? I got I got the Baker jersey already. <laughs> well, uh, I'm gonna, as like I said before, fantasy aspect players to sell high on. I have Kareem Hunt. 16 carries, 46 yards, and receiving touchdown. He had 14.4 fantasy points. If you can get someone like uh, – this is bold. I love Antonio Gibson, the running back for the uh, Washington football team. I think he's a solid running back too and can get you some points and produce in this league. Uh, if you can trade Kareem Hunt for Antonio Gibson and a bench player like Henry Ruggs or something like that, then I say you do it because uh, I don't think Kareem Hunt is going to be producing too much with Nick Chubb uh, in front of him. May I disagree with that real quick? Uh, yes, you can, sir. If you were to watch the game, you obviously tell Kareem Hunt looks like he's back in his Kansas City form. Nick Chubb just seems like he's going to be part of the pro-style part of that offense. But when it gets down to tight games in the fourth quarter and the garbage time, you can see Kareem Hunt taking over the uh, passing game. He's going to have a ton of receptions, which in PPR league is going to be huge. I'm going to uh, agree with Weedow on that. Yeah, we'll still look uh, Kareem Hunt's way to be a reliable starting running back for your team. All right, I like it. But now, uh, bringing up the game of the week, Buffalo Bills versus Los Angeles Rams. Rams uh, downgraded 2-1. and one. Buffalo Bills 3-0. The 35-32. Jeez, I'm so sorry you're a Cowboys fan because you're probably going to say, oh, it's the game of the week. It's the game nah, of the nah, week. Nah, nah, the game of the week. Let me hear it. Yeah, let me hear Packers. it. That is the definition of false. 35-32. Uh, Buffalo Bills win. Uh, in a in a heartbreaker for the Rams, game winning drive for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, Going to Tyler Croft for the game winning <laughs> touchdown. I love everything about that. I'm a big fan. That he is a no, I wouldn't say a top tier, but he's a top ten quarterback in this league. We now, I already nice. know Weedow strongly disagrees with that. Weedow, let, let me hear what you gotta say. Uh, Josh Allen gotta keep control of the football. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, wait, he's hold had... on. Bills did not uh, disapprove of two and one. Bills won. Yeah. Bills, what you said they uh they downgraded to one. No, I said the Rams downgraded. You must have missed something. In there. Uh, well, anyway, Josh Allen's got to prove they can hold on to football, and that's what matters in these huge kind of games. You have to limit mistakes. And there's plenty uh, of quarterbacks that I read the Yeah, uh, Josh Allen. If we're talking fantasy, Josh Allen every week has gotten at least 35 points. First week, oh, no, ain't no Dak though. First week, 37. Second week, 35. I think third – oh, 39. Second week, third week, 37. So Obviously, I'm just talking about my quarterback talent. Here's here. the thing, though. Not holding the football. Josh Allen is the first Buffalo Bills quarterback since 1990 to have three consecutive 300-yard uh, games. I think that's a pretty impressive stat. I mean, me. I'm going to say Dak has two 400-plus-yard games in a row. One and two. One and two, right? One and two. Shut up. You're 0-2 and 1. I don't care. I, don't know. I think Larry gets a mute penalty because I wasn't talking trash about the Eagles. Then he brought it up. Cheese has been muted just for the fact that he's a Cowboys fan. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, my God. 
But uh, yeah, if I hear anything about the Cowboys being better than any other team in the league, uh, I don't want Eagles. To there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. and Cheese gets the two-minute mute penalty. Um, Cheese, start running the clock. <laughs> <laughs> we Dallas having a field day. Uh, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. Uh, but I will focus on Daryl Henderson, who we Dallas is going to strongly disagree with this. Like I said, players to sell high on Daryl Henderson Jr. 20 carries, 114 yards, a touchdown, 21 fantasy points, back-to-back 20-plus point games. You're saying to yourself, wow, what a great performance by him. He's, he's actually like, why why would I want to trade him? Why would I want to get rid of him? Cam Makers is going to be back in a week or two, who is splitting carries with Malcolm Brown, who is limited snaps right now because of his – he has, like, some type of injury. I forgot what it is. But he's getting limited snaps, and Daryl Henderson has taken over as a running back for only a week or two or more. And yes, sir, you can say, yeah, he's playing good. He's going to get more snaps, but he's not going to get as he's not going to get 20 carries like he's getting right now. He's not going to get 18 carries. He's going to be getting 11 or 12 or 10. He's not going to be producing as much as he is right now, which is why I'm saying right as of right now, just sell high on him. Well, uh, I'm, I'm used to the same expression. He gets more than 100, like more than 70 yards a game. Yeah, if he's getting plus 100 right now, I don't know why they would stop going his way. It's the only way the play action needs to work for them if they have a reliable running back. So why would you go to a guy like Cam Akers who's improving the struggle so far and he can just ride the hot hand, Daryl Henderson? He's obviously more athletic. Uh, I feel like they can start using him in the passing game more. So. All right. Uh, I like that, I guess. I, I mean, I don't like it, but Cooper Cup, uh, I don't want to not talk about his performance. Nine receptions, 107 yards, and touchdown. Great day for him. Uh, now we get into the Falcons blowing once again another lead, 30-26 to 26 loss against the, Chicago, the now 3-0 Chicago Bears, who are the imposters of the remaining 3-0 teams because they played the Lions and they played the – did they play? Did they play last week? The Dolphins. Wait, the Dolphins? Oh no, the Giants. They played. They played the Lions, the Giants, and the Falcons. And uh, they should. The Falcons. They should be. They should be two and one. I guess you say. But still, they're imposters. They uh. You say. Oh, I'm sick and tired of these Bears fans saying. Oh, what we're undefeated. You played the worst games in the league. I don't want to hear a word out of your mouth. Jeez. I say it as a joke, and people. I just watch people get pissed off. It's kind of funny. Oh yeah, he is indeed uh, a Bears fan. Trip nip drip. Die hard. Die hard Bears fan. My bad. Mitch Trubisky getting benched after throwing an interception. But yeah, they, need he's they need a You're winning missing a stat. Oh my god, here we go. He averaged 45 Mitch yards. Mitch Trubisky, per carry. 45 yards per carry. He's the GOAT. He had one carry for 45 yards. She's that's impressive. I'm not gonna lie. That's the Falcons defense for you. His open field. Uh, yeah, that was he had an open sprint for the yard. I'm just gonna give myself the mute penalty. Mitchell Trubisky, though, I don't know why. He he did throw an interception, but he was 30, 13 for 22, throwing 128 yards in a touchdown at halftime, and he got benched to Nick Foles, who threw 16 for 29, 188 yards and three touchdowns. The GOAT. Nick Foles is a winning quarterback. Nick Foles is a winning quarterback. Tim is 100% right there. He did indeed get uh, the, the Super Bowl MVP. They do not need a game-managing quarterback. They need a guy who will go out there and sling the rock. Allen Robinson, though, finally getting uh, some targets. 10 receptions, 100-23 yards off 13 targets, and uh, a touchdown. Great game for him. The Falcons are back-to-back-to-back double-digit point lead, I guess you could say. Double-digit leads blown 
back to back to back all three weeks. Wait. They're fucking terrible. Uh, Jackson, back to back, back to back, back to back. I mean, I just got offered a trade from Eddie Wears for Devontae Freeman, who I would be getting for Allen Robinson. You're lying. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> you're lying. I would you're, let, you're let, tapping, let, man. Let's, you know what? Let's just let's just let's call Eddie up and Adam. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. I'll, I'll Facetime Eddie. I want to. I want to hear his thoughts on this. Ready? Eddie, we are gonna ring Eddie Worse and see what he has to say for himself and Mike. defend himself. Let's see what he. Let's see if he answers. I don't know what was going through this man's head, but he offered you Devonte Freeman for Allen Robinson. Yes. He is. Uh, Eddie. We are. We are currently ringing Eddie. Eddie is not answering his phone. Baseball manager sent it for him. Maybe he's angry. I'm on Eddie, the squad, Edward. Eddie is not answering, and Timmy is now showing us proof that he offered that. That is disgraceful. Someone see if they can get a hold of Eddie, because that is just off, absolutely awful. He did not answer my call. Um, Cheese is getting the two-minute mute penalty for the Cowboys championships that he has in the on on his. That we won in the ninth. But uh, yeah, but uh, let's move on to the Panthers Chargers game. They uh that resulted in a twenty-one sixteen Chargers win. No, I mean Chargers loss. Uh, and it was a controversial last play. Weed, you want to talk about that? If he won't, I will. I think we lost weed out here. Uh, Cheese, what, do you, you want to talk about that? I don't want to talk about the game. I want to talk about it. I just got Justin Herbert. And I'm relying on this guy the rest of the year. And there goes Larry. Larry's gone. Larry's Larry gone left the call. That's kind of sus. I think he said something about, I don't know, but Larry's gone. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm relying on Justin Herbert. Why don't we explain the trade real quick? We'll take a quick break from the games. Explain the trade. All right, so – I traded with Larry. Oh, Larry, welcome back. We're talking Larry, about our trade. Welcome back. Oh, what's up, man? Uh, yeah. We're talking I about our trade. We're, we didn't explain it yet, though. Oh, uh, yeah. So the trade resulted in Larry trading Justin Herbert and who else did he give you? Jonathan Taylor. Oh, Justin Herbert and Jonathan Taylor, the beast himself, who's looking like an absolute great fantasy running back one uh, for Lamar Jackson. That's it, right? And Amari and Cooper. Mar- and Amari Cooper. I like this trade for Cheese because Cheese's team was looking really bad. I'm telling you, it was the worst team in the league. And I like this team for Cheese because Russell Wilson, back-to-back bad week. Not bad weeks, but un- uh, underperformance weeks. And uh, and Jonathan Taylor's looking like an absolute animal, and Cheese really needed help in that running back department. Oh he has God, don't get me started. For, uh, for Amari Cooper. And he also did trade for DJ Chark. So now I think his team's looking better than it was. I literally, I started Frank Gore last week. That's how my bad. That's how bad my running backs are. Yeah, Chuck, you really need to jump totally. Yeah, but uh, I also acquired Johnny Smith, who is on a bye week because his game, game is got postponed. Delayed. So I picked up Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, if you guys want to hear the fancy team real quick, I don't know why Jackson's making fun of it. I love it right now. I'm making fun of it. I'm saying I just think Charlie. We're saying you made a stupid trade. End. We're saying I'm saying know. Charlie ended up with the better end. Trip nip drip. Would you like to uh, add in on this? Trip nip is gone. I don't believe okay. he he will. <laughs> uh yeah, but uh Teddy Bridgewater, throwing twenty two for twenty eight, two hundred thirty five yards and a touchdown. He's actually looking not too bad that game. But uh, I want to talk about this controversial ending. Justin Herbert, they're down by five. 
Uh, they're on the 27-yard line going in on the Panthers' territory. But uh, here, here's where it comes to the end of the game. There's seven seconds left. Justin Herbert's going to call hike. Uh, I guess you could say shifts left uh, in the pocket, throws a ball, throws the ball, throws a ball, throws the ball to Keenan Allen on a crossing route. Uh, Keenan Allen, I'm going to say, catches the ball uh, at the 10-yard line. And the second Keenan Allen catches the ball, the entire Panthers defense tries to swarm him. And he laterals it, which wasn't the best of laterals, to Austin Eckler, who drops it and loses, and, and, and re- which results in a loss for the Chargers. Which, and if Austin Eckler were to catch that ball and take it to the crib, because there wasn't a single soul within the next 10 yards separating Austin Eckler from the end zone. It was a guaranteed touchdown if he caught the ball. So, But it, he didn't, so uh, that results in a 21-16 Panthers win. And Larry is gone again. Larry is once again gone again. Next 10 Ladies minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, I am aware. 10-minute warning. Uh... Here we go. But uh, here's this really cool thing. Uh, Justin Herbert, 35-49, 330 yards, and a touchdown. 25 fantasy points. No, not 25 fantasy points. He had 28 last week. How much did he have this week is the main question. I'll t- I'm will i going to let you guys know in a second. He had, he had 17, which is a little eh, but he did have, uh, he did have 25 last week. And 17 is how much? Boy. Was- much so it's not it, i feel like 2017 isn't too bad uh especially when cam newton my bench qb because i i started gardner Minshew over cam newton this week got me 12 and gardner Minshew got me nine so i'll take 17 any day of the week still one though still one um, uh by the way i beginning of the season preseason first podcast i said justin herbert was going to be a i wouldn't say i thought he was going to be productive this season and that's what i said about justin jefferson look at him seven catches right now i said about alan lazard look at him as of right now, we're all we're all goaded. We As are. of right now, we, we are all calls. right on these predictions. But uh, let's talk about this Sam Darnold performance. 36-7 Colts win. But the only reason you know, you know, I'm not even going to mention it. Why did the Colts win this game, boys? Why? Because two pick sixes by Sam no, Darnold. Oh, no, incorrect. Timmy, why did the Colts win this game? Because of how awful the Jets no, are. No, you guys do. Oh, hot rod blanket hot ship. Hot rod blanket ship. The kicker himself. Two SS blanket. 42-yard field goal. Four for four on extra points. Guy's an absolute stud and animal. He does wear sports goggles. That that that, that sells you. You I, There's nothing left for me to say. He wears sports goggles. Moali Cox, though, sleeper tight end. The only better kicker is Steven Goskowski. 25 finish points. Uh, I think probably Young Ho Chu, but uh, Young Ho Ku. But uh, yeah, what's going? On? But I want to focus on Mo Ali Cox, who had 16 fancy points, five catches for 111 yards last week. This week he had three catches for 50 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I think he's a good quarter. Oh, I mean, good tight end. And if he is available uh in the waivers in your league, I suggest you pick him up and just keep him on your bench. See how he keeps doing. And if so, if you want, you can throw him in the starting lineup if you need. But uh, yeah, I think Sam Darnold is one of the most talented QBs in the league. And I think once he gets away from Adam Gase, uh, like I said last week, he will be a stud. Ryan Tannehill was awful in uh in Miami with Adam Gase as the as a coach. He gets traded to. He is traded or signs with the Titans. All of a sudden, top ten pass rating uh, of all time. Sam Darnold has amazing talent and amazing potential, but I think once he gets away from Adam Gase, which should happen very shortly, he'll be very good. I think the Jets will be okay if they get rid of Sam Darnold because do you know who their backup is? Who? Joe Flacco. 
Oh, yes, sir. I love Joe Flacco. <laughs> nah, they're no, going to suck still. Joe Flacco sucks. Uh, Former Ravens fan there, too. Uh, Let's talk about the 38-31 Seahawks win against the Dallas Cowboys. I think we could skip this one. Nah, the Cowboys downgrade to 1-2. and two. Seattle looking hot. We're, three we're and still up. on top of the division. I'm not going to lie. I was going to point out that Russell Wilson had uh, is the, leading the MVP can, candidacy I guess, oh, no. by a landslide. He had 315 yards, five touchdowns, throwing 27 for 40. Five of his 27 passes were touchdowns, and they were all the deep ball. If you notice, I think they, I think four of the five were deep balls. Yeah, there was, I think, one or two to Tyler Lockett. They're like 10 yards. Oh, uh, yeah, but uh, what's it called? But I want to talk about this DK Metcalf, who had a, what, 40-yard touchdown? He starts slowing down, taking his foot off the gas. You and saw it. Travon Diggs pokes that ball loose, touchback, Cowboys bowl. That's even a heads-up play by the rookie. Even though the Cowboys fought back, tried to win the game, Seattle Dak held them off. 38-31 when Dak throws two interceptions off 57 passing attempts. It's, fine. it's his first two of the year. Yeah, uh, you know what? Seattle has good defense. They do indeed. Uh, but now, moving on to Tampa Bay-Denver, we not much to cover in this game other than a massacre. Drew Locke is out, best, uh, co- arguably the best player when the team's healthy behind Cortland Sutton. Melvin Gordon is pretty much their entire team. Uh-oh, ladies and gentlemen, I think we, we can have Eddie on the line. He is texting me. We can We might be able to get Eddie on the line here. Eddie, what's going on, man? Uh, we, we're, we're running a podcast right now, and uh, we are here today to talk about this trade that you just offered, Timmy. Devontae Freeman for Allen Robinson, you want to talk about that? He offered me that same deal last week. He oh! offered you that trade last week? Yeah, but that's before I realized how awful. Are you serious? Hey, at the time. Timmy, explain. Dude, Allen Robinson the first two weeks had a combined like 15 points. So you're going to take Devontae? Dude, Saquon can't produce with that line. You think Devontae Freeman's going to? That's disgraceful. Mm-hmm. Timmy gets a two-minute mute penalty. Unmute, you get kicked. Unmute, you get kicked, dude. All right, well, Eddie, thank you for your time. No problem, Jackson. You're welcome. Back to you. Thank you. No, I'm joking. Uh, we will be unmuting Timmy. Timmy, I've asked you to unmute. You can unmute yourself. I said unmute yourself. <laughs> I'm joking. I can care less. But, uh, yeah, not much to cover this game no, other than a no, massacre. I thought I had two more minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Mike Evans had two catches for two yards and two touchdowns. Two, two, two. Uh, that's a weird stat line, but he had 14.2 fantasy points. Two receiving yards? Yeah, he, he got two one-yard touchdowns. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... So uh, that's some good fantasy points, though. Yes, sir, absolutely. Points. Um, moving on to the upset of the week, 26-23, Cardinals lost. Cardinals are now 2-1, and one. Detroit is now 1-2. and two. Matthew Stafford looking like an... Looking like a stud this game. 22 for 31, 270, yard, 270 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, the thing about the Cardinals here, they got to give the ball to Kenyon Drake on the goal line. I know Kyler Murray loves – this is a player by Lowen, by the way, in the fantasy aspect of this podcast. He is only averaging 11.6 points a game so far. Ended la- he, and keep in mind, he ended last year with 28 points, 26 points, 43 points, 7, and then 21 points in the last one, two, three, four, five weeks. He's ranked 29th this year. 
and all running backs, and he's gonna start to get goal line carries as Cliff Kingsbury has has said that in uh, the post game conference. But I'm saying you buy low on Kenyon Drake here, as he's gonna start getting more touchdowns during the year. Kyler Murray was looking like an MVP candidate. He still is, but falls back to maybe four or five after throwing three interceptions where one of them was only his fault because he got uh, hit off someone's hands. But he did throw two pretty much Mitch Trubisky throws there. But he did he throw did for almost Jeff 300 yards. He, he threw for – he almost had – no, he had more than 300 scrimmage yards, two touchdowns, and uh, he threw 23 for 35. He did put Jeff Okuda on his knees and made a propose. And uh, I think that's pretty cool. It's a cool thing. D-Hop looking great. Ten receptions, 137 yards. Keep it up, D-Hop. Lions is absolutely – Matt Prater just to show the Cardinals' uh, dreams there. But, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in very shortly. Hi, right, welcome back. We are back. We had to take a quick break. Timmy will not be joining us as he died of liver failure on the ground. I laughed. Right in front of us. He did indeed. But uh, yeah, Timmy will not be joining us for the night, for the rest of the night. Uh, for the next 10 or 15 minutes. Neither will Larry. He's having connection problems back at, back at the Larry crib in the Larry lair. But uh, we only have two more games to cover and some bylaws. But uh, let's talk about the Packers. Beating the Saints 37-30. Which I think it's the game of the week. All right. Why Why do you think that, Cheese? Well, first of all, I'm going to start with a, a fun fact. You know I always like to give a nice fun fact. This is Aaron Rodgers' first win in New Orleans ever in his entire career. Oh, is Packers, it? Packers haven't won in New Orleans since 95. Nice. And that was a fight till the end of that game. That, that showed. It was indeed. No Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, no Devonta Adams, but Aaron Rodgers still looking like an MVP candidate. 21 for 32, 283 yards and three touchdowns. Looking absolutely fantastic. <coughs> Alan Lazard. <coughs> Sorry. Alan Lazard did indeed have one carry for negative two yards, but he did have six receptions, 146 yards and a touchdown off of eight targets. He's not going to be keeping that up for too long as Devontae Adams will return. But Alan Kamara, I want to talk about him in the receiving game, getting 14 targets, the running back, the Saints gave 14 targets off 13 receptions, 139 yards, and two touchdown cheese. Your thoughts? He toasted the Packers defense. There's so far, I haven't spotted a team that could stop Alvin Kamara. Yeah, he, he did have 44.7 fantasy points, the second yeah. highest in the entire week. Behind who? Patty Mahomes, 46 fantasy points. That makes sense. That was a one hell of a game. Uh, yeah, but Drew Brees fumbles the ball. Drew Brees isn't the, the same anymore. I hate Drew Brees is looking old. He, you know, you know what? You want to hear a crazy fact? I do. Drew Brees has not thrown a ball that has had twenty-five air yards since two thousand and nine. Not two thousand nine. My bad. Two thousand and seventeen. That's I don't know. I got that mixed up. <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> Yeah, but 2017. He still threw for three touchdowns, though, which is impressive, but yeah. most of them are checkdowns. Yeah, but the Saints did fall short after losing 37-30. They downgraded a 1-2. Packers improved to one of the few 3-0 teams, winning 37-30. Monday Night Football. Let's talk about the Chiefs versus the this Ravens. This was – I'll start it off here. This game surprised me. I, I put this game on. I put it on. I was – it's tough to say, tough to decide, like a prediction, but I was full in on the Ravens toasting the I Chiefs. I was full in on the Chiefs. I love Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 20 carries, 64 yards. You're like, oh, he only averaged 3.2 yards to carry. That's not too good. Five catches for 70 yards off six targets. He is 
a great – he can do it all. He can run the ball. He can catch the ball. He can block. He's an absolute stud. He has Patty a lot Mahomes, of – Patty Mahomes, though. Great. Patty Mahomes, though. You're Four right. Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. All deep balls, I believe. 385 yards. Yes, sir. Throwing 31 for 42. Zero And picks. putting up 46 fantasy points. And then we'll go to the Ravens real quick. Lamar Jackson limited to under 100 passing yards, which has only happened three times in his career, the first time this year. Honestly, his run game was nice. He led his team in rushing, even with the three decently good backs. I'm not going to say it. You want to talk about the – did you see the kick return? I did. The Devin Duvernay kick return, 59.5-yard average. Yeah, it was a 103-yard kick return. He did turn on the Jets there and outran Harrison Butker. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, but – the Chiefs are now one of the only few teams, 3-0. Ravens downgraded 2-1. Cheese, I saw your bus is on. What is that? Yeah, I got news that I saw either today or yesterday mm-hmm. that doesn't have to do the Ravens, but the Ravens reminded me of it. Earl Thomas, we got a team he's about to work out for. Did you see that? Texans? No, he he worked out for the Texans. Yes, right. he worked out for the Texans. And, but... and he left early or something, or they, they told him to leave early because he wasn't doing so well. Right. Are you ready for this? Cowboys. Jerry Jones said this today. I know Earl Thomas is out there. He's got his eye on Earl. And and that's the safety our defense needs with because our secondary is they're all Getting toasted. Yeah, but uh Chiefs win 34-20. They walk away with the dub. To end it, I'm gonna talk about maybe Chiefs we'll talk about some too. Players to buy low on, other than Kenyon Drake, which I already mentioned. Lamar Jackson. He has underperformed for fantasy for fantasy owners week two and three, but if you think about it, I mean he he's probably gonna he's defending MVP. He's gonna start to pick things up very shortly, and we'll start seeing the old Lamar Jackson we know. And uh, Julio Jones, he was out week three and had four point four fantasy points in week two. He has a hamstring injury right now, so he'll be out for a week or so. And fantasy owners are terrified of the brewing receiver core of Jones, Ridley, and Gage. So if I were you, I'd try to buy low on Julio Jones as he's literally was he he's gone from arguably the greatest wide receiver of the decade to to being bought low on in the 2020 season. But uh yeah that's what I have. Cheese you want any players to buy low on? I know I just talked a lot of trash about him, but I, I I'm gonna say Drew Brees. Okay. Because he's not like he's gonna he's a hall of famer he's not gonna play like this the entire year mm-hmm. yes he, he loses his deep ball but he's gonna he's he's gonna be an elite he's still elite, an elite quarterback that he's gonna put up numbers in fantasy he's gonna put up numbers on the scoreboard yeah and do you have a week four game of the week uh i'm gonna let you go first on this one i i have i have two games that are up there i have Number one, Bills Raiders. Raiders offense looking lethal, looking great. Defense also looking great. Bills starting off hot, three no. Josh Allen looking phenomenal. Stefan Diggs looking phenomenal. Tredavious White looking phenomenal. I think that's gonna be a battle to the end. I love it. Four twenty five p.m. Tune in. Um, but yeah, I think that is the game of the week. If not that, wait. If not wait. After looking at the schedule, I think there's only one other thing that's considered game of the week, and it's mine. So I would like for me to go first right, before you mention this just in case Texans Vikings okay is that it no it actually will oh, not okay well I'm gonna explain I have Texas the, Vikings uh, all right go for it both teams 0-3 that should not be 0-3 neither one of them they're both playoff contenders okay, they should be. I agree with that Deshaun Watson let's hope the O-line can Hold work up. a miracle out yes sir and 
uh, Vikings lost one of their pass rushers to the Cowboys, Everson Griffin. So they're not as good as last year, but one team is out. They're both out for blood. We'll see who comes out on top there. My other game of the week that if not uh, Bill's Raiders is actually unscheduled. I have three, no Steelers versus three, no Titans. I think that's going to be a battle to the end. Uh, Titans defense D line uh, looking phenomenal. Like uh, just like the Raiders. And I think Jadavian Clowney was a great addition to the, Titans defense and that offense with Ryan Tanhill and Derrick Henry it looks great. AJ Brown was hurt too under three and Corey Davis looking good, uh, holding the ground for AJ Brown. Steelers best defense in the league in my opinion. Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, James Conner, Big Ben. They're all it's gonna be a brawl to the end, and I love that game for game of the week. All right, I'm gonna mention two more things real quick. I got one more. All right, kind of game. Um. Chargers Buccaneers. Uh, we all know Justin Herbert. He should be in for another few weeks, right? Because Tyree Taylor should be out for a while. Correct. Uh, yeah, punctured right. lung. So like till like week ten or eleven. If, yeah. So Justin Herbert. I want to see him continue to improve his play style. I need him in fantasy. That's big. But I'm still up in the air about Tom Brady on the Buccaneers. That is true. I am too. I don't trust that offense at all. I feel and like they haven't found like Gronk the ball yet. I feel like for the first time in a while. Tom Brady has too many options with Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, Chris Godwin, OJ Howard, Rob Gronkowski, and Mike Evans. I feel like it's just a, it's just an overload on the offense, and they're not going to get anywhere with that many people. Yes, that many Rob, people. I, I want to see Rob Gronkowski get targeted more, not just because I picked him up for this week, but I want to see him get the ball more. And one last thing I want to say, I don't know if we usually do this or we've done this before, but I just want to say it. There might be an upset that I see coming this week. Oh, I like it. I like that a lot. An upset to expect. Let me hear it. All right. It's not like a – it's definitely an upset because – all right. I have – I think the Patriots are going to come out on top. You know what? I was just Chiefs. looking at that. I was just looking at that. I knew you were going to say that. Cam Newton is that, looking you know? in his best form or as good as he was. And yeah. with the right right play calling that game and if Stefan Gilmore can – you know what? You know what, Cheese? You're feeling like that? I have the upset of the week. Browns versus Cowboys, baby. I have the Browns, the 2-1 Browns, taking down the 1-2 Cowboys. Yes, sir. I can't wait to watch that happen. Oh, I have two Browns jerseys, so I could be a Browns fan. <laughs> yeah, I but... Uh, Mayfield and I got Josh Gordon. <laughs> Great. Uh, thanks for letting us know. Uh, well, that's going to wrap up the podcast. I want Cheese has something to say. That's all. Yeah, well, that's going to wrap up episode four of the podcast. They tuned in for next week, and uh, we'll be seeing you later. Have a good day.